0: we are live? we are live? Again, welcome everyone to an episode of the SVT Podcast. Why are we streaming live? It is an emergency podcast. Why is it an emergency podcast? Well, unfortunately, the Oakland A's are soon to be the Las Vegas A's. So before we get into it, um, I do want to just kind of break into a couple statements that uh, from our mayor of Oakland and also from a statement from the A's, which I'm a little frustrated with that too, but we'll get there. So I'm gonna talk about the mayor's statement first. So from Shang Tao, the Oakland mayor, she says, I am deeply disappointed that the A's have chosen not to negotiate with the city of Oakland as a true partner in a way that respects the long relationships between the fans, the city and the team. The city has gone above and beyond in our attempts to arrive at a mutually beneficial terms to keep the A's in Oakland. In the last three months, we've made significant strides to close the deal. Yet it is clear to me that the A's have no intention of staying in Oakland and have simply been using the process to try to extract a better deal out of Las Vegas. I am not interested in continuing to play that game. The fans and our residents deserve better. I'm incredibly proud with what we have accomplished as a city, including securing a fully entitled site and over 375 million in infrastructure investment that will benefit Oakland and its port for generations to come. In a time of budget deficits, I refuse to compromise the safety and well being of our residents. Given these realities, we are seizing negotiations and moving forward alternatives for redevelopment of Howard terminal. Why did she post this? because the A's are moving to Vegas. And let me show you the press release that came from the Oakland A's, but hold on. It wasn't done in the capacity of how most people do it. It's not even reported on the Oakland A's Twitter page. This came from Casey Pratt, who has been all over the insight of what's going on with Howard Terminal and the possibility of the Las Vegas A's. So the statement from the Oakland A's reads, The A's have signed a binding agreement to purchase land for a future ballpark in Las Vegas. We realize this is a difficult day for our Oakland fans and community. For more than 20 years, the A's have focused on securing a new home for the club and invested unprecedented time and resources for the past six years to build a ballpark in Oakland. Even with the support from fans, leaders at the city, county, and state level and throughout the broader community, the process to build a new ballpark in Oakland has made little forward progress for some time. We have made strong and sincere effort to stay here. We recognize that this is a very that we recognize that this is very hard to hear. We are disappointed that we were unable to achieve our shared vision of a waterfront ballpark. As we shift our focus to Vegas, we will continue to share details about the next steps. So, a couple things that come into this Uh, This was obviously done last night around 10 p.m. is when a lot of people got the alert of this happening. Uh, 1030 is when Casey Pratt posted this statement from the Oakland A's. Um, On the 19th, which was yesterday, the A's, uh, specifically her name was, uh, let me tell you right now, her name was Jennifer uh, Lavovich. They put in a submission and lobbied with Clark County commissioners for an off-site strip across the street from T-Mobile arena dead, uh, owned by Tropicana. Um, it was put in yesterday with all five uh, county, Cal- Clark County commissioners from A to G. So um, that was posted in yesterday. That was kind of the telling sign that Casey Pratt and a lot of other people who are into this knew that this A's thing in Las Vegas is probably going to happen sooner rather than later. So I think some things that are kind of disappointing to me is that it it feels that the A's couldn't even give a press release from a proper standpoint. It didn't even come from the Oakland A's. It came from an intern who typed something on, you know, their iPhone notes and then tweeted it out to certain media outlets. That to me felt kind of like a slap in the face as an A's fan. Um, the The A's have spent millions of dollars, you know, trying to do the land development. They spent $30 million on the EIR, they spent money on paying the Oakland staff. So it's not to say that A's didn't put money into trying to do the ballpark because they did. It just seems that the ownership clearly had a motive and they wanted to use Oakland as a leverage point. So I do appreciate um, that Tao wasn't going to, you know, play this game and be a leverage point for Las Vegas. And um, for those that are listening, you know, is Vegas on the table more than ever? Yes. I would say 90% is going to go to Vegas. You got a 10% chance. And the reason why I say you got a 10% chance is because A's head stadium plans for Fremont never happened. A's head stadium plans for San Jose never happened. Now, obviously San Jose comes with a little bit of a different story scenario and situation. I'll get into that later as we go on. Um, but it, it just seemed that, you know, Vegas, they could build this plan. They can have this proposal they can have everything going down to it, but it does come down to who's going to front the money. Who are the taxpayers approving of this in that area? So there's still some hurdles that need to jump over there, but as far as infrastructure goes, obviously a lot easier than it is in California. There's way less red tape. Forget EPA. It doesn't even exist in Vegas. Um, so that being said, um, I'm going to open the floor to you guys, Vince. I'm going to let you go first here. I just kind of want your thoughts and what you think is uh, going on with this whole a situation.
1: Well, first and foremost, uh, happy screw you, John Fisher day. Um, Let's start with that. He's with Dan Snyder now gone in Washington. He's now the worst owner in professional American, North American sports. Uh, So congratulations, John, you did it. Woo. Um, you've you basically negated an entire fan base for the last almost two decades now at this point he bought the team in 05 thereabouts uh, I know the city of Oakland has had some problems uh, but these problems have existed for a long time and they existed when he bought the team so to, to suddenly try to put blame on the city of Oakland and the problems that uh come with it that's that, that that is misleading at best and just uh downright lie at uh at worst and i just i'm 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 so frustrated i i've i've loved this team for as long as i can remember um my water cup at home is an a's cup like i have 18 of these guys that i just keep circling through um you know whenever i need a new water cup uh my even like my coasters a's so uh you know i gotta get some new cups i gotta get get new coasters i'm i'm done this sucks i'm heartbroken this this feels like you've been dating somebody for you know 30 years at this point 35 years however old you are you've been dating them your entire life for the most part and all of a sudden you get a goodbye like a breakup text in the middle of the night. Cause I, I didn't actually see it. Like I had, I, I called it an early night last night. I went to bed like nine 30. So my phone was off. So all of this breaking news, I woke up to it. I didn't know it was happening uh, when it was happening. So that was, that was a fun wake up for me as well. And, did
0: I break the news to you first or did Casey Pratt break the news to you first?
1: Um, You actually broke it to me first. Cause like all the alerts were happening all at once. Like, so I saw you, your text and then, Right below your text was my uh, bleacher report alert. So uh, nice, nice. So there you go. Cool. Congratulations, Tyler, um, <laughs> making me sad right off the bat.
0: Hey, man, it was hard for me to go to sleep last night. I'll be honest with you.
1: No, it was. Uh, yeah. And actually, for that reason, I'm kind of glad I didn't see it until the morning because there is no way in hell I'm able to fall asleep. If I see that news at 1030 when it when it's breaking um, again, I'm going to echo your sentiments. It felt disgusting that they couldn't even release the statement on Twitter. They basically Casey Pratt had to get it from somebody who got it from somebody in Vegas, you know? Like like Casey Pratt had to go through hoops and he's been the one in the Bay that's been covering this more than anybody, like except Brody Brazil who works for the for NBC Sports covering the A's, you know? So this is this is just a, a slap in the face to the entire Bay Area that's been so loyal to this team for so long and i mean i i feel like we've been in an abusive relationship for a long time and i mean i've said this before and our abuser has finally said hey i'm moving you can either move with me or you can stay unhappy and sad and alone for the rest of your life in oakland you know that's kind of another thing that i'm sort of getting from Uh, from the team at this point uh i'll tell you what i know a lot of people were trying to plan you know the reverse boycott we talked about this you know three days ago on our episode and how like i was pretty excited to try to do that and i'm not i'm not excited to do that anymore in fact i'm real glad i didn't buy the ticket yet because now uh what i really want and uh other people have kind of hinted at this before i want a zero Like, I I want an attendance to be zero at one of these games. You could only bring in 5,000 for the Cubs, um, you know, when they were in town on one of those nights. Like, I I want the Monday night game against the Rays on June 12th to have an attendance under 300. Like, that's what I want now at this point. I want everything to burn to the ground. I want nothing to do with John Fisher anymore. I mean, I would put up with this... For a long time, and I'm sure I'm going to have more thoughts and things to say as I go on. But I want to um, take a break and let somebody else jump in because I need a sip of water out of the cup that now makes me sad to even look at.
0: But uh, Sam, before you go, I just I I I want to give you some points here because um, I did want to mention this. Uh, I did say that the uh, the A's were looking at Fremonts. They were looking at San Jose. San Jose is the outlier here. Um, The reason why I want to point this out is that I've had some Giants fans tell me they're sorry for me and that, you know, they know kind of what it felt like because their team almost left. And while I appreciate the sentiment, kind of screw off, please, because in all honesty, you know, in 1989, when the Giants were planning to move to Florida,
1: it was like 92, it was later than that. It was, it was like 92, 93,
2: yeah. Because yeah. right. Walter Haas was the owner. Yeah, it was. And right. That's so what happened Orleans was to
0: be. Strauss and Wally gave the territorial rights for San Jose to the Giants, and it helped Bob Lurie, who was frustrated getting a new stadium, stay in the Bay Area, stay in San Francisco. And then ultimately when the A's wanted to move to San Jose, when they're trying to find a ballpark relocation, they asked the Giants if they can go to San Jose, and Giants said, go kick rocks. So um, to say that you're sorry that you know what it kind of feels like because your team almost left, to be honest, it's kind of the Giants' fault too. It's the A's fault for making that deal. It's the Giants' fault for backstabbing what was a way to keep a rivalry and keep a great spirit of two baseball clubs in the Bay Area. And, um, yeah, it's sad that we had to use an antitrust exemption. So um, I'll leave the floor to you, Sam. Go ahead and share us your thoughts.
2: Um... <clears throat> I don't even know where to begin. Um, Vince, you're absolutely right. It feels like we're in a... We've been in an ab- abusive relationship. I've I've actually gone through this already. Um, yeah. With this exact city, too. Uh, with this exact city. Um, it's very emotional for me because I think out of all my sports uh, fanaticism, the A's was what I was most... Um, fanatic about uh, my grandfather um, was a, a season ticket holder I never got to meet him uh, he passed away when my mom was very young um, but he took her and her siblings uh, to World Series games in the 70s uh, my mom uh, got to play, uh, got to uh, watch a couple of World Series games in the 80s, uh, 88, 89, 90. Um, there was a special connection with the A's because I never got to meet my grandfather and I felt like somehow I was connected to him because all I ever heard about him was how much he loved the A's and my mom used to tell me all the time and how similar we were in our fandom and, and It's just how we see the world and you know, she she just loved her father and it was just really sad that he died at a young age But I felt that connection and many A's fans feel that way many A's fans like Vince. I know You your dad and your grandfather Had season tickets and there's the family memories and then there's the memories of that. I got to build with my brother with my my cousins um, with friends um, and lifelong memories. Uh, you and me, us going. Um, our friendship is based on sports conversations. We're we're, we're developing a podcast because of our love of sports and love of the A's. And the father son stories between me and my own father. My father. And. How important that is to me And how that's cherished And that's just the emotional side That's just the The raw Feeling of it Then there's the business stuff And there's the San Francisco Stuff and there's just so much Blame and there's so much shade That all these people Deserve It's the A's Number one, John Fisher We as fans have been complaining about this for many, many, many years. Vince and I, we tried doing podcasting earlier. We had this show called The Green and Gold Show. You can find it on YouTube. And we covered John Fisher years ago. We talked about this years ago. And this was when Dave Calville was kind of at the peak of his powers. This is the whole rooted in Oakland thing. Yeah, this is well before he had the heel turn. Well before all that. And I I don't wanna say I called it, but there was there was people who felt like Dave Cavill was slippery. You know, because we we knew about what was going on in San Jose, we knew about the earthquakes, we knew about John Fisher owning the earthquakes and saying, Oh, we're gonna get this stadium and we're we're gonna we're gonna turn it around. We're gonna invest in the team. They still haven't done it. They still haven't done it. And Dave Cavill got that built. And to say that he was going to come over here, get Howard Terminal built, and everything's going to change, we're going to be the number one team in payroll, we're going to be a top five team in payroll, it, all the evidence says it's not, it's not going to happen. And I made those comments years ago. I criticized Dave Cavill. And people came down my throat. People came down my road and said, oh, I'll leave Dave alone. You know, now we see his true colors. You know, we, we, we see them for what they are. He's a snake in the grass, period. You know, he was he was a snake the whole time. We know for a fact he was negotiating with Nevada. The San Francisco thing, when Walter Haas surrendered that region, it was because he recognized having two teams in a market is a good thing. It's good for the region. Um, you have double the opportunity to have a team in the World Series, uh, uh, one team being competitive and the other not. Um, it just it just opens your market to – it makes it a bigger media market together. It makes it more of a destination together. Um, and we're losing that. So we were ne- – the A's were never going to get any support from the Giants. And I've, I've made this argument before. That the A's, you know, we know Walter Haas gave that territorial right, you know, to the Luries to keep the Giants there, and that they needed to, they can build it over there in San Jose. John Fisher knew the the territory line. So you spent years, oh, we're gonna go to San Jose, we're gonna challenge it because you you know, you got you got no you got nothing. You you got nothing. And as shady as the Giants not being As kind You know That sucks That sucks That's shady Okay um, But at the same time Business is business You know Like you can't expect any Every franchise to behave like well, How Walter Haas behaved You know he was operating the A's, in, in, the you know, operating the a's in, in the red You know He was operating the A's in the red but baseball was a different thing back then. The revenue sharing, the media contracts, the things that that's going on in modern baseball now, it's just totally different.
0: And yeah. Walter Haas
2: didn't have the foresight for that. You know, the development, the stadium, all of that. There's just so much blame. The, the city of Oakland is to blame. The county is to blame. Lame duck after lame duck politician who didn't take this seriously— um, I mean, really, the only the only people who are not guilty of anything is the fans. And the one silver lining that I could take from all this is that I I feel you know is that the fans are being understood, and the fans don't deserve the blame. And that since Moneyball, since the '90s, you know, this whole Moneyball thing. Even when they were successful, they shamed they shame the fans. You know, oh well this team doesn't get any support and they do it by nickel and diming, but then you trade away your stars. You just you know, other than Eric Chavez, I can't even think of anybody they gave a contract to that that uh Chris Davis,
1: but even then three years forty nine million, was that what it was? Something like that? Three or fifty crap.
0: Yeah, it's crap. Country breakfast.
1: At this point, right now,
2: I'm in the the angry phase. Pack your shit. Get out of here. You know, get out of here. And the only reason why I may be interested in going to this June 13th game, because I I, I was all on board. I was like, I'm going to get my ticket. I'm going to go protest. I'm going to get a sign. I'm doing this. I'm going to chant, sell the team. I'm going. I'm going hard. And then this happened last night, and I'm like, fuck this. I ain't going. Now, I feel like I want to go because I want to say goodbye to people that I may never have this type of kinship with ever again. You know, this is going to be the last time that... something good happens and you can just high-five somebody sitting next to you just because you're, you're you're cheering the same team or you saw something incredible um you know um it I just really want to go to say goodbye to fellow fans uh people that I don't even know I want to say goodbye to um and I think that's why I'm interested in going and I would love to sell out the Coliseum on the 13th and even, even with a bad team, um, a team that's not really competitive, that's not the player's fault. They're developing. They're trying to earn their way in the MLB. I just want them to feel the roar of a crowd, of a sold-out crowd in Oakland, and the passion behind the fans at least one time. And I want them to feel a playoff atmosphere the one time and then the next day it can be 0. June 14th we could walk away. Uh but that's why I'm interested in going on June 20th. June 13th is to cheer for my team, cheer for the players one last time. Say goodbye. Uh say goodbye to the players. Um and um you know this hits different than the Raiders, guys.
0: Yeah, it hits way different. This really
2: hits different than the Raiders because you know what's different is ownership mark davis davis family ain't got the money you know they don't they don't got the money they had to take the money you know in the with the a's in the city and the county there was there was no clear resolution
1: yeah so john so, fisher has the money though to do john it. john fisher
2: has the money has the resources and we've done so much research at this time it's kind of um there's really no reason to pursue this project we were pursuing. Um we haven't even discussed it. That's just my opinion. Um we for the past month or so, we've been working on like a documentary series to cover the A's and we wanted to do something that was like really edited video, full voiceover, you know, production. Um we wanted to do something special for the fans and just like Talk about the history of the A's, make it really fun, and do something sweet, right? And, yeah, we were going to get our shots in on John Fisher, of course. But we wanted to do something fun and celebrate the A's and celebrate the players. And this happened. You know, and don't really have passion for that project anymore. Um... You know, it's just, it's just hard, man. It's just hard to see Twitter. Um, it's hard to, you know, I got text messages from people who I haven't spoken to in a number of years. But every now and then we would talk about the A's and they would listen to the podcast and, you know, send me a text. Hey, we like that. Cool. And, you know, it's just, um, it's really rough to to see your fellow fan that's mourning. I feel like I lost a family member and,
1: you know, I'm like,
2: I mourn, I get emotional. Cause I think about the passion that we have as, as fans and the family stuff, but then I get mad at the city and then I get mad at John Fisher and then it's, you know, I'll be fine, move on, you know? Um, but this one really hits different than, um, than the Raiders. It really does. John Fisher has the resources Um, and we just know they never they never uh, they never really tried. You know, I I just really don't think they tried because uh, you just fucking announced this on a Wednesday out of nowhere. Like to me, late night Wednesday I suspect I honestly suspect that the June 13th thing was picking up steam That's what and I was they wanted say. to squash it. They needed to squash it. But I, agree with I truly believe that. I truly believe that they, they did this now to squash the June 13th reverse fucking uh, protest. I, yeah,
1: the reverse boycott. Yeah.
0: I, I believe it. <laughs> I, I fully agree that I, I don't know if I was going to say just because it's, it is a conspiracy theory, but I mean, you couldn't be any more packed about it. Cause I, I, I feel the same way about it. Um, Honestly, guys, I don't think, Sam, I don't know if you read my text message last night when I po- when I sent it to you guys, but the first thing I thought of was, um, man, like, it was really hard for me to go to sleep, for one, but the first thing I thought of was, like, that first game I went to when I was seven years old against the Cleveland Indians, Like that would, to me, I was like, oh, man, like, I got to spend that with my dad. And then I thought about how I took my nephew to his first baseball game, and he got a foul ball. And then went down and the bat boy gave him another ball for free and then he got the ball signed Um, and that was his first game and i and i was joked around with my nephew and i always tell him to this day you know he's he's like seven feet now jesus christ but um i was choking him dude i was like i've been to countless baseball games and i've never gotten a foul ball and you go to your first game and you get two of them so um i think about that i think about the time that i did my old podcast with some buddies and we went and sat behind home plate and my buddy was on his phone and a foul ball was hit back behind the home plate. And he panicked and freaked out and made like three rows of people panic and freak out. But the ball landed on the second row up on the (laughs) upper deck. You know, like I think about that. I think about the fun times about it. I think about the memories of, of Grant Balfour and you know, the, the rage mode that went into Grant Balfour. I miss that. I I was at that
2: game when, um, uh, Balfour came in and they needed to beat the Rangers and uh, Josh yep. Hamilton game one sixty-two. Yeah. We were there together,
1: Sam. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh my I God. happened to be there too.
1: My brother was there. Yeah. My brother was, uh, was with us too. Yeah. I remember we were in a uh, two Oh five. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, I remember that. I, I remember the memories of, of, you know, catching those random people on a Thursday night or a Friday night, just chugging beer. And then like every other inning, they just come back to this person, just chugging beer, like stupid things like that. Like I, it's those memories that I'm like, man, I'm, I'm going to miss the wholesomeness of what was the Oakland A's. Like you're not going to go to giants game and see someone just chugging beers inning after inning. You're not going to see that. Right. I, I miss the dump or the last dive bar that was the Coliseum. And that's everything that just came to be, immediately as i was thinking and then my second thought was well shoot i've got all of this A's merch what am i supposed to do with this you know like i feel abandoned i feel left out and nobody's gonna come and bring you back inside and keep you all nice and warm but 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 my my, my point this is that i'm upset but i'm not upset with the oakland a's I'm not upset with the players. I'm upset with ownership and I'm upset with management. So am I gonna stop wearing my A stuff? Yeah, for some time, but I'll put it back on, you know, whenever I feel like it. I may not watch an A's game for quite longer than the, than the the time it takes me to put these uniform or this hat back on, but you know I when I put it on, I'm not thinking about how I was scorned and left abandoned. I think about all the fun times and all the memories that I had at the Coliseum, and I think that's what I'm going to think about every time I put on my A's gear.
1: I totally respect that, and I get that, and I just want to say for any fan, whatever your reaction to this news is, it's completely valid. If this is the the straw that broke the camel's back and you're done forever, like me, I'm that fan. I'm done forever with the A's. I get that if you're somebody who's going to stick with them and go to Vegas, that's fine too. I honestly, I don't blame you. This is, I've personally invested tens of thousands of dollars over 20 years into this team, man. Like, like, like I've like between tickets and concessions and merch and probably 50, 50, traveling, traveling. Like I've personally invested multiple tens of thousands of dollars into this team. Over my lifetime as an adult, man. And I respect like whatever you're feeling is valid. So I'm not going to come up anybody's road. If you're sticking with them, that's fine. If you're not, that's fine too. I totally get it, man. For sure.
2: I mean, I met, I was meet. you know, I was running around doing work stuff today. And this was the talk of the town. You know, everybody that I, I met today, this was the talk of the town. Uh, the A's are gone. They're going to Vegas. And I met people who were pissed, who were absolutely irate, and I am done with baseball. F this. I'm out. And then there was I met people who were excited, and they're like, I've been a fan since they moved here, and I'm stoked, you know, because they have this vision that they're going to get the stadium and they're going to have the money to pay players. And I just, maybe for a few years, but I think John Fisher will never, ever be an owner that's all in. He's never going to be the guy that says increase payroll, go get the guy. Yeah. You know, he's going to manage this. He's going to run this team like a business because he's not a fan. When you got people like uh, the Mets owner who just, there's, no limit
1: yeah dollar
2: dollar no bills
1: man yeah
0: san diego as well too you know, no yeah. limit and running how, in the how red. Does san
2: diego have this money because what san diego is trying to do is push their brand into a new category you know they're they're trying to if they can win one or a couple you know you, you know the, the astros you look at that brand a little different even with the cheater gate you know even with all that stuff you know they they win a lot the astros they've been really good you know um but even the astros tank years <laughs> they sucked for years under this current ownership and this is not just a problem with john fisher and the city of oakland it's it's baltimore it's tampa bay cincinnati it's pittsburgh you know i mean it goes on, and, city, on and on man. kansas yeah. city you know it, it's not just an A's and Oakland problem; it's an ownership problem. And these, you know, we—I I think we talked about this um, on an episode. <clears throat> why? Why we don't see this as much in other leagues? And I think we do. It's just baseball because of this uncapped. You, you, you just see, you see what the Yankees spend, and you see what the Mets spend, and you, you know, you see what those guys spend. I see it as you got teams like the Yankees, the Mets, the Dodgers. You got teams like that. They don't want teams like the A's to to have a payroll that can compete to get Aaron Judge. They don't want that. Because if the A's had a four hundred million dollar bag or five hundred million dollar bag for for Aaron Judge, that means the Yankees are gonna have to go five fifty. You know what I mean? Like it, it's gonna—it's an arms race at that. It's point. an arms yeah. race. Yeah. If if you had more teams in it, um, so the, you know those teams, they're gonna allow owners like John Fisher, for certain, you know, for certain things, you know, um, and then you're gonna have the other side of it is you're gonna have owners like John Fisher, Pittsburgh, you know, the um, uh, Baltimore. Uh, where they don't want to spend money, <laughs> so they're they're going to lean on the side of John Fisher, of the wor- the John Fishers of the world is don't spend money, run it like a spreadsheet, it's your personal ATM. So Dad, I just think him? the the you know the, is
0: for, uh, the
2: gap of ownership I have no idea. in MLB is just so wide, and it's not. Because of deep pockets, it's because oh, oh, there's
0: no the
2: there's internet. no need there's no need
0: internet. to
2: have the because the bottom third yeah, of the league also, compete. You know they're gonna they're gonna make their money on TV revenue sharing, uh, baseball classic now, uh, the WBC. Uh, they're gonna make their money all over, and. Uh, yeah, maybe they lose, I don't know, 100,000, 50,000, 10,000 A's fans, whatever the number is. You know, they're going to – the way baseball feels is they're going to make it up elsewhere. They're <laughs> going to get it elsewhere. They're going to get new fans <laughs> elsewhere. You know, but from the beginning, I mean, Bud Sillig hired a, a
1: blue, blue, blue ribbon Blue ribbon commission, yeah. And
2: we had to wait like 20 years. I mean, I'm serious. It was like 20 freaking years to get a result, to get a statement from this thing. And Bud Selig was a crap owner. Like the Brewers sucked. The Brewers sucked. And the Brewers got a new stadium. And outside of a handful of players,
0: they didn't do anything. But the Brewers, I mean, let's call it bias at that point. That's his team. That's, That's literally what I'm saying Bud Selig. Is
2: he, Bud Selig was a John Fisher.
0: Yes. That's what of I'm course. saying. Of Bud course.
2: Selig was a John Fisher. He was a Angelos guy. He, he was Tampa Bay rays, Miami Marlins. You know, he, he owned a team, but didn't do shit. Didn't invest. Yeah. That's the owner that he was. And the owners elected a broke ass owner who didn't invest in his team and he, who who else bought in? Lou Wolf, another billionaire who was the took over from Hoffman and shot and did nothing burger, spent nothing on the team. Now John Fisher, same thing. It it it's not a it's not an A's problem. It's not an Oakland problem. It's a MLB problem
0: get oh, these is. owners
2: out of the league we deserve better all fans deserve better
0: uh, uh, this... yeah I mean looking looking at what Vince said what 05 is when he said you purchased it so it's 22 yeah, years about... right 20, 20, 22 23 years uh, uh, in there?
1: it's it, it's about 18 18 okay Yeah.
0: so 18 years of how many dismantles yeah, I
1: gotta go. how
0: many like we have a promising Paul start but we can't a... get out of the first round and then the wild card and then the wild card and then the wild card. I need to so it's. We were never. We were basically fool's gold. Is what it was. We were led to believe that something was going to happen. And nothing was ever going to happen. Um, I do. I saw some stuff online today. that I think the best comparison I, I can think of. What we as Ace fans are going through. Is probably what some diehard. Chargers fans went through. When Dean Spanos moved them to Los Angeles. Wait. For money. You know, so a lot of Chargers fans have been talking about how I they know. feel the same emotions that we're feeling when the Chargers left. It just abandoned them with no remorse, you know, so I uh, I'm, I'm upset. I'm disappointed, you know, and, and Sam, you made a good point on the whole June 13th situation that. I didn't have that perspective of it, you know, that makes me want to go buy my ticket and yeah I, I may tell other people to go buy the tickets and be like hey man let's just say goodbye for the
1: last let's, time let's dress in black make it a funeral man make yeah it, <laughs> like that, that's um, i think that's the way to go with it I'm, you know like yeah. like we're gonna this is gonna be the to the most uh me. highly you know to attended funeral to in that. definitely in, in as I'm, long as I'm i can think sure of right you know though. Uh, yeah, and, and, I, and one thing... Queen of England, man. Queen of one England, thing too is Oakland is um, You
0: know, the A's lease is up in 2024.
1: Oh, I think yeah. they're asked now?
0: No, what and I'm ev- saying is that... What I'm saying is that it's up in 2024. Uh, they're not going to renew a lease in the city of Oakland. So in reality, no, no. your A's are probably going to go to Vegas next year. 2025. Yeah, or 2025. So they'll probably play at... at the aviator stadium until they get their stadium built, most likely. Um they may play at, you know, the University of Las Vegas in the meantime too, and be that they're sharing the stadium at the same time. So yeah, that's Wouldn't be the I first mean,
1: sport to play at a college ballpark.
0: Yeah, I just think that uh June thirteenth is probably gonna be the standoff and you know, they're probably not gonna go to game next year. There's no point. I mean really no one's under contract except Tony camp you know, so yeah. I, it's, it's I w- a I sad would really, day.
2: I would really love to hear from, you know, former players. I know Dallas Braden can only say so much as a uh, analyst, employee. Yeah. Um, but I just want to shout. I've already done it on Twitter, but, you know, I want to shout him out um, because, I you know, he can't really say a lot, um, but what he can say, I think, means a lot. I want to, I'm going to get his last name wrong, but shout out Damon uh, Amandalara because I feel like he's been the only mainstream, you know, fairly well known media member that has really had the A's fan and the, and fans in general's back, you know, throughout this process. And, um, there's been a lot of san francisco media people who you know they they didn't support the a's and and they bought they fed into the oakland fans being the bad guy you know i read those articles there's been giants fans giants fans i've spoken to and they, they made it like you know you have no fans but you you didn't educate yourself why why people don't go and to think this can't happen to another team, if you're a Giants fan, to think that this can't happen to you, it can. It can vary. Who's the general manager? Who's the GM or who who runs the Giants right now? Zaidi. Where'd he come from? The Dodgers. The a- and then the, Dodgers and the A's, and A's before A's. that. There you go. <laughs> he got his crack with the A's, with Billy Bean. And you know what everybody said, "Oh, this is going to be money ball but with money." We're going to have draft picks, we're going to have free agents and he pfft, magic and they suck. They stink. And now Giants fans are losing it because it's it's been a nothing burger so far. It's every excuse in the world. You know what? Giants ownership all they care about is is dollars and I really think the Giants are going to be, if we talked about this last time uh, about another sport, is is being stuck in that mediocrity. You know what I mean? The Red Sox won him 100 years without winning a World Series. The Cubs, to, to just think like, well, somewhere in the next 10 years, we're probably just going to run into a World Series. The Yankees haven't <laughs> won since win, Vince.
1: 2009 was the last so, time
2: the Yankees won. It can happen. Yep. You Dita. can It can happen. So, I'm just saying, you know, I know there's Giants fans making their jokes, they're clowning. Fine, have your fun, whatever. This can happen to you. This this can happen and it can happen to any team, it can happen to any franchise. It you know, look at the Chargers as as you referenced um Tyler, you know, it it can happen. It's not. This is a problem in American sports, and uh, it's not just MLB either. It's governments and cities should not get into a bidding war. You know, for um, for these types of uh, these types of things. Um, you know, you're not going to get into a bidding war to have Apple or Amazon or whatever. In your city, I mean that's kind of the problem with California. I mean, yeah. you know, California's to blame in this too. Is how development works in California. You know, there's there's so much blame. It's 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 California, it's the city, it's the county, it's the JPA, it's the politicians. Um, I mean, it's just it's the ownership of the A's. Um, it's just been mismanagement all the way around. Every single person that was in charge of moving this forward. Yeah. um, It's just, they're all to
1: blame. All of them. I I have one point I wanted to make as well. Like, as far as marketing goes, like they've done shit as far as just marketing the team. And we talked a little bit about it. And that's part of the reason why attendance is crap. The the A's Um, don't even have
2: commercials anymore. Yeah,
1: I know. Yeah. So, I mean- we, there are fans who put together the last dive bar because somebody wrote a news or uh, wrote an article about it. They took that and they made it like fan created, like, you know, sportswear for the A's. Like, like I, there's a last dive bar t-shirt and they, they do Oakland nights, like based on the, um, the Andy Samberg thing on Netflix. And there's like, like, there's a lot of creativity there, and the A's could have leaned into that a little bit. Like, yeah, our stadium is shit. Come see how shitty it is, you know? Just like how like, heartbreaking it t- is
2: when, when the Sixty Sixes are tweeting out that they they they've asked for their drums back. Yeah. You yeah. know they they're going there to pick up their drums.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, th- this whole situation, I'm 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 so sad for us A's fans. And I'm gonna make it a little bit of a pity party right now. I'm I'm a former season ticket holder. I was a season ticket holder until the pandemic happened, and we didn't we didn't buy back in when this when this season started. Uh, for or, or Let last me jump season in started. Quick, yeah, go ahead. They
2: they get rid of Olson. They get rid of Chapman. You know they get rid of more players this year and then raise prices. Yeah, exactly.
1: They get rid of everybody. They raise and- the prices. So on this much. stadium, on not, this team. Yeah, it, it wasn't even like they raised it a little bit. Like some of these season ticket holders, their season ticket package went up more than fifty percent. Like some of them were close to sixty percent raised on price. Tell them what
0: they got in the package.
1: And then they got, they were given a shitty little Matt Olson giveaway T-shirt, like like that. That was a supposed to be a, an, an authentic jersey. Doing the little finger quotes there, yeah. All right, uh, all right, yeah. Let so, me chime in here. All right,
0: how long do you think this process has been? Do you think this has been in the works for years, where this is the result that they wanted? Do you do you think I this think is where we were always headed?
1: They they accelerated this process in the last two years, basically, but from the pandemic, maybe like so three years, I think. Once the pandemic hit, they 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 started turning their sights onto Vegas. I think that that's. That's probably the time when they started I, saying, maybe I also not, think
0: I the ball got moving a lot more once Davis moved to Vegas with the Raiders and mm-hmm. they realized that that's a thing that they could do. And it wasn't, it was like the groundwork was kind of laid out for them, you know? So they figured, you know, if they could I, do I, it, we I could really, do it.
2: I see you there uh, on that one, Tyler, but I really don't think the A's are going to take to Vegas as the knights or even the raiders and i i think the raiders is kind of unless the raiders get good soon i could
0: see that like no no let's let's be honest davis davis went out and said that he was upset and disappointed that he felt that every game was not a home field advantage it and it's not you don't go to vegas you don't live in vegas and go celebrate this football team that, that has no historic value to you. You know why the Knights are so well over there? Because it wasn't some random it's team. It's theirs. It's yeah, first. It wasn't, it wasn't some random know. team that came in. No, this was a new expansion team that belongs to them. Yeah. It's only them. So, so yeah. when you come into Vegas, you're like, well, I'm going to make a trip out of it, and I'll go see a Raiders game. Or I'm watching my Indianapolis shitty Colts. I'm going to go make a trip out of it. So it's never going to be the Colts a Colts won that game, yet. so fuck off. <laughs> so, but that's my point oh, is that that's why they don't take to the Raiders and they won't take to the A's either because it's not and, theirs.
1: And the A's are going to be what the fifth team into that market. Yeah. Cause y- you have the Knights, you have but the guys, Raiders, the WNBA team guys, as well. Who, who, I guys, mean? Yeah.
2: you're all right. Every point you're making is right. But the deciding factor is you have an owner that is not all in. Like, say what you want about Mark Davis. He didn't have the money to build a stadium. He didn't have the resources. I will say in Mark and Al Davis's defense, if Al Davis had the money, he would be all in. If Al Davis and Mark Davis had the financial resources as, you know, John Fisher, all in. The Raiders would be all in. They, they, they would be the Golden State Warriors playing with the cap, doing whatever they needed to do. Because even when Al Davis was still alive, the Raiders were always in on free agency.
0: They, they just put it on the wrong guy, and that's nice. But that doesn't mean that doesn't get mad at you for spending. It just that doesn't just mean that guy. you bring in fans though. That means you know? that you you have an owner that's dedicated. It doesn't mean you put fans in the seats. It doesn't, it doesn't guarantee mean. success. But what I'm what I'm trying to say is
2: Mark Davis went to Vegas and on his way out he tried to add to the Raiders he he brought in John Gruden they did three years here in Oakland and he tried to put a team together and do a final hoorah in Oakland like it didn't work you know and we saw we saw the, the Raiders started what three and0 four and0 and then right. the whole John Gruden situation happened and he was he was gone and then they made the playoffs they got eliminated in the wild card but mark davis has been an all in owner he had to take the money because he didn't have money he doesn't have he doesn't have other revenue streams other than whatever financial portfolio and investments he made from his father he doesn't have money so you know so in a way i respect mark davis because he needed to take the money. He needed the Las Vegas money. But he, if he if the Raiders don't win, right, like, soon, I could see that town, like, not giving a shit about the Raiders. Now, yeah. with the A's, okay, maybe that first season, you come in, you, you got a new stadium. Hopefully, you have a roster that's going to be competitive. And, and you can come in and hit the, you know, hit the ground running – and everything just works like the Knights, right? But if you don't, if that thing's, remember the Miami Marlins spent all that money and then they sucked. That owner ripped it to the ground and it never came back. And they have the stadium. They still have the stadium. They had Derek Jeter. <laughs> Derek Jeter left because yeah. of this problem because Derek Jeter wanted to win and he left.
0: Well, so you don't
2: the, the John Fisher jumping in never here we're going
0: to be in. Jumping in here, Daryl Evans chimed in. Welcome Daryl. I appreciate the uh, comment here. What's up, He buddy? said that uh, the A's Las Vegas team isn't even selling out their minor league team, the Aces, which I think it's the Aviators, but still, the, the they were averaging 6500 a game with a 10,000 capacity stadium. How are they going to sell a 35,000 seat stadium? They're not. They're absolutely That's not. That's a great going fact, to- Daryl. Yeah. Mark Davis yeah, is now worth one point five
2: billion. That's that's true. I did look that up. Uh Daryl also said Mark Davis is now worth one point five billion. That's true. But that's because of the Raiders and the new stadium and the WNBA team that he bought. And he
0: won a championship.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so we've, we've been on this for almost an hour now at this point, it's getting close to, you know, I think we're right around 50 minutes or so. I think we should probably, we're adding, we're adding subscribers. Yeah, so. I know, but <laughs> I think we should probably get close to wrapping this up. And I just, um I, uh, I just want to know what, you, uh, thank you very much, Daryl. Uh, appreciate the uh, comment. Uh, what are you guys going to miss the most? about going about going to A's games, being an A's fan, what are you going to miss the most? And um, I'll go first because mine is uh, ready to go. My tradition for as long as I can remember was opening day, going to opening day. That was my birthday tradition because my birthday is at the end of March and the season always starts end of March, beginning of April. So the first home game for the A's, that was what I always did for my birthday going back as far as I can remember. I remember being in elementary school and my grandpa taking me and they were playing the Red Sox. It was like 96 or something like that. and uh, we stayed for the whole game. I got to stay up late and we rode on the bar. I think the Red Sox won, but then like they were like like some of the fans were talking with me on Bart. I just I remember bits and pieces of that. I remember having a blast with my grandpa going to the stadium. And like, we became season ticket holders uh, when I, after I graduated high school, um, I kind of pulled the trigger and did it. And then my dad and my grandpa kind of followed suit. And that was just something we did. We would always go to 25, 30 games a year for, and we did that for 15, 16 years, something like that before the pandemic hit. And all of that is now gone. You know, I mean, it's, uh, i actually posted when i went i went to opening day this past year and this was I, I said this might be the last opening day game i go to and it turns out your boy is an oracle i've said it before your boy <laughs> benny g is an oracle because i'm never going to another a's opening day game again in my life because they're going to be gone i'm not going to go next year because they're going to be gone they've already broken my heart you know this this like uh, my heart is broken and so all of that is gone and that's what i'm going to miss is having a family connection having the opening day tradition that's it's all gone and it's been ripped out of me by a bastard coated bastard with bastard cream filling john fisher fuck you very much
0: yeah i mean i've already said my memories of what i thought about last night kind of kept me up thinking about it but yeah, definitely going to that first game with my dad, spending that first game with my nephew. But I think what I'm going to miss most about it, honestly, is it was like my cheers, right? It, was, it wasn't it was pretty. It wasn't beautiful. It had sparkling moments that you could tell people about and talk about it. But it was just a dive. And it was my dive. And I loved everything about it. And I love that, you know, didn't matter if you were visiting from, you know, an opposing team. I still high-fived you. We still joked around. We still had a great time. All the fellow fans that came in there, you know, you could share a beer with them. You could joke around. You could piss in the in the ice in the bath trough. of a trough, yeah. you know? I mean, there's things about it that I think I'm always going to relate some kind of moments and memories that I cherish most about the Coliseum and the Oakland A's. And it's sad that I won't be able to share that memory with like other friends and future family and things of that nature. But I think to me, I'm just going to miss the camaraderie of what was brought to me by going to these Oakland A's games.
2: I remember bringing friends and family to the, to the Coliseum for the first time. And, you know, you have a couple beers and uh, you got to break the seal and uh, being there. Quite a few times with dudes who've never been to the college, <laughs> and their eyeballs popping out of their skull when they see uh, they see the trough. Um, you know, <laughs> I gotta pee here.
1: <laughs> you know how much wiener I'm gonna see. <laughs> you look down, you look forward, you look up. Those are your three, just straight line. Buddy. I will You're never good.
2: forget. And you know what? If you're listening, watch it. You can look this up. There's a meme of like how Giants fans don't know how to use a trough. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, they pull their pants all the way down. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he had his jersey all the way up to his neck and
0: his pants down to his
2: ankles and was peeing like.
0: The number one. It. You know what? I kind is, of respect it go, in a weird way. The number one trough is you go wide stance and look up. Don't That's look fair. down. Yep. Just don't look down, baby. Face. Now I want to shout out. <laughs> Always look forward. Uh,
2: I got two Michaels. I got a Michael and a Mike. uh, Shout out. They're in the chat, so I just want to shout them out. Thank you for your support as we mourn. Yeah.
1: Also, shout out Logan, who was uh, listening earlier uh, in the chat, made a comment. Welcome, guys.
2: Welcome on in. You know, Mike is – you know, he said the Raiders are dead to him, and I respect that, man. You know? Like, I respect that, and um, I feel like I'm – the fanaticism is not – I we, you know, we cover the, the Raiders on this podcast because of me. Um, I'm still interested. Like I, I outlined earlier, I think it's a little bit different, but I understand for people that they left, and it's a breakup, and it's hard. And I still watch the Raider games, but it's not the same. Like, it's not the same um, level. Um, maybe in time that changes – Maybe in time it changes with the A's. I don't know. Um, I just feel like I don't think even if Howard let's even at a at a midnight at a stroke of midnight the A's um, don't the turn A's, to a pumpkin and the A's, be, A's and, and somehow come back to stay in Oakland. Ace fans rise because of this fucking podcast. Ace fans rise. and... You know, the A stay in Oakland. Something happens, and they stay here. I I really just—I think John Fisher has just ruined his own name. I really believe that. I really believe, and I believe it's going to affect other business. If you go on Twitter, a lot of people—I have not—I personally have not bought anything. Gap, Old Navy, Banana Republic, and you know what? I alluded to this earlier, guys— we talked about the project we were working on for the A's trying to do this documentary. I mentioned we were going to take our shots at John Fisher, and rightfully so. Um we unco- you know, I don't want to say we, we're breaking news, but we put a lot of pieces together. And this is not a good person. This is not a a good investor. This is not a good this is not a person you you would want on your team. This is a vulture capitalist. You know what happened if you this is what happens to companies like Sears. This is what c- happens to companies that they get bought by just a uh, an investment firm and they strip it of its parts. This is this was extremely shocking. We I didn't know about this that John Fisher is involved in the timber industry. I don't want to reveal too much about myself, but I work in the construction industry and we deal with a lot of timber and him owning Mendocino Redwood and Humboldt Redwood affects me. It affects my mortgage. It affects how I can do commerce in the construction industry. And I made this point. We were working on these points and laying out these things that, about about John Fisher's misuse of of the A's and his other businesses. He ain't gonna change. He is mismanaging Humboldt Redwood and Mendocino Redwood and is he's clear cutting shit. You can look it up a simple Google search, you will find that the businesses that he owns since nineteen ninety eight are they they're doing they're they're getting They're clear cutting groves, which is not allowed in California. It's not, that's not how you clear, that's not how you obtain timbers. He's breaking the law. But because he greases the wheels with the donation, you can look it up. This is all on a simple Google search, and you don't even need to be in incognito mode or have a VPN. You just Google it. Just Google it. Fact check me, please, everybody. If you're here somehow hearing this, go and check it. Go find out the human being that John Fisher, that Sandy Dean, that Lou Wolf. Go look these companies up. Look at what they do. Look at what they do to communities. They're they're not honest people.
0: They're yeah, and let me let me, let me yeah. ask a question because we're, we're getting some chats in here from from Daryl and Mike and I. You guys may not have been here earlier, but we were working on a side project um, as far as doing a, a documentary series about the Oakland A's. The steam has pretty much been let out of the train here for us, but just curious, I mean, would you guys be interested in something like that? I mean, we could revisit the, the the thought as when the dust clears here for us. That's true. You
1: know, yeah, that's we, so- we could always circle back. Um, I'll tell you what, I'm not super excited about it, but uh, no, but I'm, we did I'm do a lot to, of research, we could, and we did do a lot of yeah.
0: work into it already. Yeah. Um, so we we're already in, in some yeah, scripts, script settings here, so. Yeah,
1: yeah, we, we already started writing rolling. scripts for it, so. Uh, Let yeah, us know I what mean. you guys think, though.
2: Yeah, and, you know, we've said this in past podcasts. For, for anybody who's listening right now who's brand new, like, we have we have a podcast that we've been running for the last, what, two years, guys? Almost and, two years, uh, and, about a
1: year and, year and eight months ish. Yeah. yeah,
2: And so like uh, we've come back to the fact that John Fisher, like this is the le- the A's are like the least important thing on his list. He could care less about it. And you look exactly, Tim. You look yeah. up his portfolio. You look up what he's involved in. This is not. This is this is an ATM. And we've made this argument before. If this was the Dodgers, and it was Frank McCourt. For for the kids that are too young to remember, go Google Frank McCourt. Go look up how the current Dodger ownership group obtained that team. <laughs> oh, go yeah. look that up. <laughs> yeah. Frank McCourt. And the fans were pissed, and there was mismanagement, Dirty fingerprints all over that thing. And MLB stepped in. If this was the Yankees, no, 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 no. Look at the Mets. (laughs) It didn't happen for the Mets. Like, we know what's going on now. But it it, it ain't going to change for teams. There's no pressure. The Angelos, Baltimore. He bought that team in the '90s when Cal Ripken Jr. was still a face of baseball. He was still yep. the Iron Man. Cal Ripken Jr. one of the greatest.
0: Absolutely, of, all, wasted of the Wasted that prime. Wasted one that prime. One of the prime. fucking
2: greats. Mm-hmm. And they already had the stadium, and he ran it into the fucking ground. And it's gonna, it's gonna happen again. Time and time again, John, as long as John Fisher and Angelos and these owners are in power, it's going this is going to repeat itself. They I this agree. Las Vegas does not guarantee success. It does not guarantee that the Mark Molders and the Tim Hudson's and the Barry Zitas and the Miguel Tejadas and the Jason Giambis and the Eric Chavez never ever leave. And well, Billy Bean the, is not innocent.
1: Prime you know, example, prime example the is
0: biggest, the earthquakes. Fuck Billy Bean too. A look at the earthquakes. They got a brand new stadium. And where have they been, Vince?
1: They've been to the, uh they had a really good year in 2012. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> uh that was before the stadium even Guys, opened.
2: Um, Moneyball cuz I, I want to talk about Moneyball. I know we're getting long, but I want to talk about Moneyball. Billy Bean traded Mark McGuire, and the following year, what did Mark McGuire do? (laughs) Uh, Steroids or not?
1: That would be the 70 home run season, right? Imagine if
2: that was in an A's jersey. You know what I'm saying? I don't care about steroids. He did it. You know? I I really don't. The argument about steroids, the, the owners knew, the GMs knew, the managers knew, the players knew, the fans knew. If I was a kid in junior high and I knew... Mark McGuire was doped.
0: <laughs> Come on. It's not breaking news. You know,
1: yeah.
0: it's not breaking news. Mike, Barry Bond, Sammy Sosa. I mean, it was not. It's
1: not just the hitters, it was the pitchers too, Roger pitchers. Clemens. Roger Clemens?
0: Dude, and it, you're telling
2: me Bud Silly didn't know? You're telling these guys didn't know? Fucking Bola
1: Greenies on. sitting on the table.
2: Oh, you know, super know, so with Moneyball, man, yeah. Billy Bean, Billy Bean, I, the the movie, we were texting and talking about this on our our own time about the movie and the disrespect that Art Howe got. I'm gonna I'm gonna use this time to stick up for Art Howe, and the disrespect that that movie to make him look like a curmudgeon, unfit. Upset, grumpy manager that he was the problem with the A's. That if only Billy Bean had the proper manager, they would have been more successful. That is that is awful. And the
1: crime. And they haven't R.
2: apologized. R.I.P. Philip Seymour Hoffman, fantastic actor. That's not his fault. I'm not coming down his road at all. He's amazing. Um, that's just a horrible director, writer, producer, studio choice. Art Howe was a good manager, developed that team. That team went off to be very successful. And it's just a, it's a shame that he was portrayed that way. And that's another reason why I would, you know, I wish, I really wish June 13th would be a, a, a final hoorah where, where players, former players come out, and they're kicking it with the fans, and we're high-fiving, and we're hugging. And like I said, that that this current A's team, even though we know they're, they're not a very competitive team, they feel the passion of Oakland, and they feel the passion of what this fan base brought. Um, because I was at those games. I was at the games when there wasn't a lot of people. I was at the Red Sox game one when Ramon Hernandez bunted, and uh, they won the game on a bunt. I was at that game. I was at game five when Billy fucking Koch uh, gave up that homer to goddamn AJ Perzinski. I was crushed. I was at those games. I was at some of the games at the 20-game win streak. I didn't know they were going to win 20 games. I was at like 6-7 and like 10. You know? yeah. <laughs> I didn't
1: know they were going to win. I was win early on, one. like
2: three, Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of history here. There's a lot of love here. I I want to support the players, um. You know, and I I guess I'm getting in that in a I'm getting in that mood like Tyler right now where it's like I'm I'm getting caught up in my memories. But um, the problem is John Fisher, man. You know, he's the problem, and it, it's it's the people like him, But it's not just the A's. It's other franchises, and I know. This is not going to be the end of it. It's going to happen to another franchise. And um, I want to be – and, you know, maybe they're not supporting us right now. Uh, Maybe Tampa Bay and Pittsburgh and these teams that are suffering the same fate is – I'll be there. (laughs) I'll be there, you know, because I know what it's like. And um, it's tough, man.
0: It's tough.
1: Absolutely. Um anything else before we uh wrap this bad boy up, guys?
0: No, but I, I you know, I wanna say thank you, Mike. Thank you, Daryl. I mean, Daryl and Mike have both been coming in here with a lot of insight and you know, a lot of opinions about it. And I we really, really do appreciate it. Um yeah, I think we're gonna have to do this some little bit live streams more often and get a little bit more people in here, but definitely, you know Yeah, I
2: know Mike, I know Mike spent a lot of time there. Um And I know he spent company parties there, you know, and, um, you know, I see his comments. So it's tough, man. It's tough on a lot of people.
1: As much as I love this team and I love the friendships it's brought, uh, Sam, it brought me and you closer together. I mean, we we met in the theater, but we bonded over the A's and over sports in general. And, uh, and it brought me this friendship with Tyler that I have now too. And, um, it sucks that it's gone. But um, at least we still have well, the friendship. Not the friendship. Just the, the <laughs> no, 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 not no, that. no, no, no. We're still friends. We're still good. But um, it just it, it Breaking sucks. Breaking news: that...
0: This podcast ended today, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Hey, whoa, <laughs> hey, whoa, fuck you all! Hey. I'm out. Hey.
1: Fuck you, fuck you, Tim. You're cool. I'm out. No, <laughs> um, I knew it. <laughs> no, it's uh, it. It sucks that the thing that brought us together is no longer something that um, exists anymore. As far as I'm concerned, but um we do still have the memories we still have we'll always have game 162 you know um and it's um i'm sure one day i'll look back on it fondly but right now i'm still fucking raging at fucking john fisher and fucking dave cavill and fucking billy bean this is the (laughs) way vince yeah this this is is the way (laughs) that's funny all right well
0: I know we're done on the A's subject here. Um, thank you everyone for chiming in. Um, thank you, Mike. Thank you, uh, Logan. Thank you, Daryl. Thank you, other Mike. Appreciate you guys coming in here and commenting. Uh, before we sign off here, this is literally the title does say A's and Warriors. We do. We knew we were going to do mostly A's and a little bit of Warriors, so I won't take too much time. Guys, your prediction tonight dubs win dubs l no draymond what is your uh, thoughts uh
1: if the splash brothers can get 60 65 points and um jordan Poole can contribute offensively because he's not going to con- contribute defensively um then the then the warriors have a good chance at getting the win tonight um obviously they're capable of it um i'm hoping for it uh i don't want to go down 03. um so gotta it, th- this is as close to a must-win as you can possibly get without actually statistically being a must-win, you know? So you have to get this win tonight. So let's go. Sam? I
2: agree. Um, To comment on last week's game, um, Draymond, Sabonis, I do not agree with the ejection. I thought that should have been a double. Uh, I don't agree with the suspension. I thought that should have been a double ejection because Sabonis was grabbing his 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 legs. And you know what? You grab my leg, I'm going to stomp on your ass too. So don't grab me. You know so you know. But but maybe Sam you're wrong. forgetting
1: that Draymond should know better. You know,
2: you Whatever. grab me, you you hold my foot down? Yeah, I'm you know, I think Shaq said it. I'm stomping on your head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um and I agree. Don't like don't grab me. And that wasn't the first grab. There's a, there's video evidence of him grabbing feet on other 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 parts. And to say that, you know, Steph Curry and Clay Thompson aren't getting fouled, you know, they're they're getting fouled all day long. Um they're
1: just not calling
2: it. They're just not calling it. And you know, JJ Reddick called this out. You know, and he's I don't always agree with everything he says, but you know, when it comes to certain NBA takes, I'm going to listen because he he's an NBA player, you know, and I'm going to listen to that, and I'm going to listen – I'm going to hear him out when he talks about fouls when, you, when you're an off-ball player. Um, I do think tonight is going to get called a little bit different. It's going to be at Chase. I do think the Warriors are going to get the next two. Um, I think this series is probably going to go seven. Because the NBA wants more ratings, so um, ratings
1: they shall get.
2: So I, I I think it's going seven, um, and we'll go from there. But I think we get the the win tonight because it's going to be a differently called game, and uh, you know the MVP for me is going to be Loon Dog because uh he's going to have to step up in that paint. So it's going to be it's going to be Looney game, and it may not show up in the box score but it's going to show up in the, uh, in the dirty work and uh, the devil's in the details. So warriors definitely getting that win tonight.
0: Yeah. um, I'll put it this way. You're down a dynamic defensive Swiss army knife and Draymond green. That's, that's not really easy to replace. I don't know what the starting lineup is. I don't think they have announced it just yet. I don't think they will. until anyways.
1: I'm sure they have, but we just, we're we're busy talking as well, (laughs) in
0: my opinion, I mean, Look, Draymond has a reputation. We all know this. Could Draymond have not have over-exaggerated the step on him that made it look even probably worse than if he just would have just stepped on him? Maybe, you know, so that that didn't help. I do think that uh, Looney needs to step up. And I think your key player tonight defensively, if he's in the starting rotation, is going to be Kaminga or it's going to be Wiggins. Both those guys need to step up defensively because we've said before, there's no way you're going to slow down DeAaron Fox. He's probably going to get 20, 25, you know, hopefully you can get him to not get 30 points, but you got to slow the others down. As Shaq was say, can't let the others be a part of the whole offense. You can let the best player do it, but you got to limit the others. And we haven't been doing a good job of that. And also 15 turnovers, 20 turnovers. Game mm-hmm. 1, game 2. You're not going to win a game like that, especially in the playoffs. So GP2 is
1: out. So you got to make sure to take care of um, the defensive end with guys that with those other guys, because GP2 is not there. Draymond's not there. Um, So uh, uh, thank you to Daryl uh, for pointing that out as well in the chat. I have that open. Um, uh, Mike's taken off too. So um, thank you, Mike, for hanging out. Later, guys. Man, thank Um,
2: you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate
0: it.
1: Yeah, Yeah. we're, um, I mean, game is tipping off in about 20 minutes, right? So uh, I think we got to get out of here, right?
0: Yeah, definitely. I've got one more beer and another shot to go. And then uh, hopefully uh, come Monday, we're talking about how they're uh, fighting for uh, game five here uh, with the series tied, so.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I got to find some new glasses to drink water out of. (laughs)
0: All right, guys. You guys have a great night. Thank you guys for doing this immediate podcast with us. Uh, As always, guys, remember, uh, please...
1: Like and subscribe. Yeah, you're listening Uh, to the
0: SVT podcast. Subscribe on YouTube. Hit the bell to get the alerts when we post new episodes. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at SVT Sports Pod. Slide into our DMs. We would love to interact with all of you. Beautiful people.
1: The beautiful people. The beautiful
0: people.
1: Nice (laughs) landing, dude. Really. (laughs) Yeah. A little rough
2: landing, but yeah. The wheels wouldn't
0: come out, but then they just yanked it and then. We
1: got it. Yeah, we perfect. Got it. All right, good night, guys. <laughs>